That kind of nerd. Let's start the show with comics, movies, and technology. Here we go, bringing you the segments that you're looking for, like Cape Talk screen to stream, tech perspective, and more. Cast this nerd degree and the blockbuster. Welcome to the club, cause you're that kind of nerd. Welcome everyone to That Kind of Nerd's podcast, a show that tells you what is going on in the nerdy world. I am CJ Mellon, joined by two wonderful human beings, Joshua Burns and Brian Thornton. What up? I have no idea what we're talking about today, so enjoy that. A bunch of stuff in an order that would surprise you. That's about it. It's all going to surprise me because I have no idea what's going on today. (laughs) I'm just here. I'm good. I'm happy to hear. I'm happy to be here, Bob. Like, really excited. Waited in line for 10 hours just to, you know. Yes, the price of soup. This is an opportunity to remind you to follow us on social media. I made a TikTok before we recorded, uh, letting you know that we are not going to be talking about the Snyder Cut uh, this episode, uh, and it's my fault. It's my Josh. Uh, are you, are, did you make a TikTok saying that we're not going to yes. talk about the Snyder Cut? Yep. Really? Yeah. People are seeing your face on TikTok right now, and on Instagram and Facebook. And I don't Twitter. want that to be the first thing they see. No, it's going to be there. <laughs> This is a good time to remember to follow us on social media because I did release a TikTok uh, saying that we are not going to be talking about the Snyder Cut this week. And that is my fault. Josh and Brian have watched the movie. Uh, and of course, me being who I am, I haven't done it yet because I did not watch the Snyder Cut. I wanted to make it up to you. And we will be talking about the first episode of Falcon and the Winter Soldier tonight. Uh, but first, I want to talk about my favorite hobby, where I go around the internet, I find the weird, and I find the obscure, and then I ask these two gentlemen here for their tech perspective. Uh, gentlemen, I want you to close your eyes for a second. I want you to imagine it's 2015. It's June. Ted 2 has just hit theaters. Melissa McCarthy is running around with the movie Spy. Insidious 3 is now out in theaters. And Why are you picking the worst things about 2015? It, I'm picking about June. You know, June wasn't that great. But three intrepid podcasters sat down in 2015 and talked about the video game Hall of Fames. And Josh hated, like... (laughs) Oh, was that us? Most of it. (laughs) It was us. It was was us. us. It was episode episode nine of this podcast. Episode nine. Nine. It's like CJ's favorite episode, by the way. (laughs) It's called In Defense of Pong, right? Because I vaguely remember this. Right. So uh, I was like, oh, that- I'm pretty sure I was recording in a friend's apartment still. I, be- I believe that. Is, that I believe that is true. B- pre-palatial estate. Pre-palatial estate. So yeah. gross. I don't bring this up out of nothing. It is time to talk about the 2021 finalist for the video game World Hall of Fame. Excuse me. Wait, wait, wait. Did we talk about this like 2016, 17, 18, 19, and 20? I don't believe so. But the 2021 ones are now out. And I wanted to hear Josh's uh, opinion on some Uh, of these games. I think you just heard it. Okay. So there are a ton of familiar games in in this year's selection, including Animal Crossing. Which one? The original. OG. Okay. What? Animal Crossing. That's not... Original Gangster. That's what OG stands for, I know what that... But what is like... Is Animal Crossing a game oh, that it's exists a mass- outside of, like, app? Like, the app? Yes. No, it's a Nintendo it's game. A Nintendo game. It's a Nintendo game. Oh, really? Yes. Yes, uh, you, you live on an island, and you pay a raccoon rent, and... Right, um, then I won't, I won't shit on it, because okay. it's a Nintendo game. It's the fun. original Call of Duty, Farmville, okay. 
No. I think no, we can all agree heap of garbage. Not a game. Yep. That's not a game. FIFA It's a Facebook in- game. It's a Facebook that's game. Not a, it does not count. It's not a game. It does not count. FIFA International Soccer. Yeah. Guitar Hero. Not a game. G- Guitar, Guitar Hero, Hero is definitely a game. game. Not a game. No, absolutely it's a, a game. absolutely a game. It's Simon says. So is a lot of games. <laughs> Which would be <laughs> yeah, no. it's a game. It's not. It's Simon says. It requires reaction time and timed button pushes. That's Simon, what Mario is. Simon says. Mario is not Simon says. Is Simon says not a game? What is Simon says then? Simon says is a game, by is the it way. Is a toy? No, it's not a console game. Yeah, it's a, to- it's a toy. It's a toy. It's a bop it. Guitar Hero is a bop it. But Guitar Hero is a console game. There we go. Mattel Football. Didn't even know that was a thing. The original Microsoft Flight Simulator. You know that Mattel Football is a game, but it's not a game. It's not a game like a gaming system game. It's a fucking handheld bippity boppity. Oh, okay. That one. The oh, old. it's like the Tiger, the, the Tiger beep, games. Beep, okay. Bip, bip. Which I saw those for sale again in Target, they're and I expensive. so wanted to get it. Yeah, too expensive. They used to be five dollars. Now they're fifty. How's yeah. that possible? Yeah, they're, they're doing it. Um, Microsoft Simulator. The hell is Microsoft Sim- Flight Simulator? Microsoft Flight Simulator. I, I was about to say, are we sorry. going to be in Bill Gates's garage? Is I, it? I don't know what this game is. It's called Pole Position, and it just sounds dirty. Shut up! You don't know what Pole Position is. I don't know what Pole Position is. Holy shit! It's like the original racing game. Like you don't know what Pole Position is, but fucking Animal Crossing is like you're fully aware of ever all the ins and outs of that. Well, I mean, the difference is there's like six Animal Crossing games. When's the latest sequel to Pole Position? Pole Position out, was Josh? like the original racing game. It was when's the when's the next sequel coming out for Pole Position? It's Josh? never gonna <laughs> exactly. exactly. It's the That's original. The it gave birth to all the other racing all, games. I would not. I would not say it gave birth. It did. It was impregnated right. and gave birth. <laughs> uh, then, uh, really personal favorite Portal. The original Portal gets mentioned in the Video okay. Game Hall of Fame. The original StarCraft, Tron, and mm-hmm. where in the world is Carmen Sandiego? In Belize. We know she's in Belize. She's always in Belize. <laughs> Which is likely where every, everybody would be if you had a choice. You'd now, be in Belize. So those are the nominees for 2021. And now, Brian, you had asked, rightfully so, have we ever talked about the previous years? No, we haven't. Just to give you some context, here are the games that were inducted last year into the Hall of Fame, Minecraft. Josh, you're getting five years all downloaded at once. Here you go. Just get it all at once. No, 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 no. Just getting 2020. Just getting 2020. You're getting Minecraft, Bejeweled, Centipede, and King's Quest. The frack is King's Quest? Bejeweled is an app game. That is not a game. It was probably on the computer first. They're probably talking about the first Bejeweled. The yeah, PC. Bejeweled was originally on the PC. A PC uh, game. Before it became an app. King's Quest sounds like a a face like a like a like one of the first apps. I don't know what it is. Um, so Thursday, May sixth at ten thirty, they will pick the final uh, candidates being entered into there. Uh, I for one I have to wait a month and a half to know. I for one think that Portal uh, deserves this and is is slightly overdue. I think Portal I for one hope game. that pole position gets edged Snub. out by Farm Simulator. <laughs> I cannot believe Farm Simulator. Farmville, whatever the frack it is. Farm, farm Flight Simulator Microsoft Farm Flight. Farm, yeah, farm, farming Microsoft's Flight Simulator. <laughs> like, whatever the heck it is. 
I just want pole position to, to, to get edged out. I'm, li- I'm looking at pole position, but I but my internet search browser is like, do you want all results? I'm like, oh, no. no, no yeah, I'm not so sure I want all those results, if you know what I mean. Do I need to write video game? Is that what I need? I need to write video game after that. I would most certainly write video game after that. What, where did it come out? Where was pole position from? Is it an Atari game? It's, it's got to be Atari, right? That sounds like a Nintendo game. No, here it is. 1982, licensed to Atari. I mean, it also sounds like a game that you might play on a Tuesday night if you catch my draft. <laughs> it's not. It is a arcade racing video game that was released by Namco in 1982 and licensed to the Atari. Right. Good old Namco. Namco. We make games that, you know, you kind of remember, but then you wish that they weren't there, but they're still around. Like, I, like it, it's... It's shocking to me that you guys don't even under- know the term pole position. That it's, is well, I don't follow Formula One racing, right? I'm it's assuming. a, a c- term comes from horse racing. Okay, well, I obviously don't also, race horses. So, Josh, just assume if there's any sort of race involved. <laughs> I do not. No, know it just it seems it. to me like if you're an adult, you should know. I should know what all about horse racing. No, you should adult. know the, the, like a common Josh, term. Josh, we just went through this. I didn't even know I had to clean my dishwasher until I, 10 minutes I, ago. I, but, but it'd be like, the, you know, like the guy in first place, he's pole, he's in the pole position, right? That's no, he's the guy I, I'm he's like, in the, oh, in hey, the first I'm row to... on the inside lane. It's it's a pretty common term. See, like it's I, a. I have never heard that term used in any context ever. Okay. Use it in a sentence that doesn't have to do with sports. You can use it in any sentence where people are arranged in order. Use it in a sentence so that I can understand. Arrange us in order, Josh. Arrange us in order? Here are three people. (laughs) Obviously, I'm last. (laughs) In order of people you love, who is in the pole position? (laughs) Laura. I, I See, I don't believe that. She is. She absolutely is. She's in the pole position, right? Because she's uh, first position inside lane. I mean, I'm sure she is, but use it in a sentence. I'm sure she is in the pole position. You do have children. I'm assuming that she knows the pole position. That is my wife that you're talking about. (laughs) I don't believe this is a term. I don't even think it's a thing. I think you made it up. I think you and Namco got together and built this huge conspiracy just to fuck with me. Consistently shocked at your man-childness. I'm looking at the picture in the article. I can't even find pole position. Is it that little white, uh, like, cartridge What are you talking? Thing? It's a two-lane road, and you're racing cars. Yes. Look at the look at the show notes. Predecessor to Rad Racer. You remember Rad Racer, right? I remember Rad Racer. I, of course I think you do. I do. That was the birth of racing games. No, okay. Rad Racer. Listen, Rad Racer looks exactly like pole position. Pole position was the arcade I, game. I don't think I don't think the two are mutually exclusive. I think pole position is a different thing. <laughs> just saying. I'm not that much older. Out of everything, yeah, sure, okay, all right. This is clearly the generation gap rearing <laughs> right. its ugly head on this our is, podcast yes. oh, once again. Absolutely, once again, yeah. the generation Josh gap is so is much it. older that he understands the pole position. It has nothing to do. <laughs> With my lack I, of racing I feel knowledge. like I, you know it's uh, the, the Jay and Silent Bob straight back with the I am the clit commander is what I feel like is happening right now. <laughs> For, and, because you're sitting here screaming about pole position completely like unnecessarily. It. That's it's just it's not right. I don't even think 
I don't even think pole position's a real thing still. <laughs> you have well, yet to convince me. It's being, it's being recognized as one of the video games to be inducted into the video game Hall of Fame. I think it's a massive joke, and everybody's going to have a good laugh when it gets inducted. <laughs> I can't believe we passed it off as a real thing. <laughs> Look what we did. Like I think I think this is one of those like creepy pastas. What big gaming doesn't want you to know? Pole position. It's not even real. <laughs> it's just a front. For in-app purchases through EA markets. It's just like the Bernstein Bear thing. You you know the Bernstein Bear thing where yes. everyone thought it was spelled one way, but it never was spelled that way. This yes. is pole position. The Bernstein? Yes. The Bernst the Bearstains, yes. How are you gonna segue to this new topic? I've got, I don't know. That's the show, I guess. I guess that's just we'll just release <laughs> that it. as its Packing own. It in. 15, fifteen minutes of pole position. <laughs> we'll be back in fifteen minutes after this break. <laughs> And we're back. That's a terrible segue. Uh, you can really tell CJ had no idea where to go with that. You could tell CJ had a totally legit segue in mind when he introduced the topic, and then pole position came up, and it just completely went off the rails. Let me pole position into the next topic. Um, well, uh, I enjoyed that. I have no segue. I have no segue for this, so I'm just segueing with now we're going to talk about movies in a segment that we call screen to stream. I, I, I have no segue for this. Uh, we got a official trailer for the Zack Snyder Netflix movie Army of the Dead. Uh, so I know this is an instant pass uh, from from Joshua Burns over there because zombies. Uh, the first comment on the YouTube channel for this trailer, I think, really kind of struck a chord for me. And this person, uh, I think, gets me on a different level. It's World War Z plus Suicide Squad plus Zack Snyder equals Dead Rising movie. And I'm like. This is a pretty accurate representation of what the hell we're seeing. Does everybody really actually understand? Like, everybody does know that he made Dawn of the Dead, right? Yes, that was like his his big thing. Yes, that they they because they took the opportunity to told to tell me that in in the trailer. Yeah, I mean they 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 put that in the most favorable spot so that you would see it. It was in the pole position of the trailer. So I, I I I haven't seen his version of Dawn of the Dead. I hear it's very good. This looks pretty good. I do all like. Right. Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, that's all I have. All right. I I do like what I what I see. Um, but uh, I think Zack Snyder movies have amazing trailers, and trailers are great in general. Um, I, I'm a little worried because I while I did like World War Z, World War Z also wasn't like that awesome. Um, so I, I am a little skeptical of mass horde zombie movies. Um, so I, I mean, I'll, I'll give this a watch, but I, I will probably not be like, Oh, army of the dead's out. I should probably watch this. Cause also this is a Netflix movie, right? And, yeah. and well, straight to streaming. You're not going to waste you know any money on it. Just your time. Right. And you're and, saying because it's a Netflix movie, like your mileage may vary. Correct. I think we've proven it, that. Uh, we've proven that. An, I don't know that we've proven it, but yeah, I mean, I don't think we have any. Like have we we watched proof, uh, another proof. movie where people don't die on Netflix, starring Charlize Theron, and and you know that well, it was all right. I really like the old guard. If you're if you're the old guard was right. good. It was a you're, that's was what I'm fine, saying. I really liked it. Was it was a fine movie. It was good. Yes, I I didn't realize we were going to debate a movie from six months ago again. <laughs> I it, forgive well, it's me. It's not pole position in, in my list. This of was movies. not in the pole <laughs> position of my mind. Right. Yeah. I'm just. Listen, I, I first of all, I think they're two very different animals because you're talking about a movie that was funded and made by Netflix 
And I don't know if that's the case with Army of the Dead. This might have been something that they acquired because no one's releasing movies in theaters right now. So Netflix is just scarfing all of these things up that were supposed to go to theaters. <laughs> the project was first announced in March of 2017 with Universal Studios and Warner Brothers Entertainment on board to go produce. They had a different director, but in uh, January of 2019, after lingering in developmental hell for years, Netflix acquired the distribution rights for the project from Warner Brothers with Zack Snyder directing. So that's when they put Zack Snyder in 2019. It's produced by Universal. So it's not Netflix-made movie. It's an acquired project that they're just throwing they're on They're just the distributing it. All right. So Correct. But it sounds like it wasn't because of COVID. It sounds like they th- this movie was in... Developmental I mean, hell. Netflix does this yeah. all the time, regardless of COVID or not. The movie like, was never going to be great. I mean, regardless, it's got zombies in it. <laughs> oh, that's no. Nope. You're in the you're in the minority of this. No, nope. uh, I mean, listen, I, I I enjoy a good zombie movie. The key word is good. There can be very bad zombie. Correct. Movies. Yes. Uh, well, May twenty first, twenty twenty one. We will know if this is a good or bad movie, and. uh you know, I don't know if you all know that Zack Snyder's pretty hot right now. So, uh, you know, people hot are just Zack Snyder guy. So hot right now. So hot right now. All right. So just two quick topics, but let, let's get to the main event of things. Right. It's time to talk about the world of comics, how it's affecting TV, how it's affecting movies. But most of all, how is it affecting, well, Disney Plus and the whole world right now? Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for Cape Talk. Cape Talk. Uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier first episode has premiered actually tonight, the day that we are recording this or Thursday at 2 a.m. If you're a mad person like Josh and Brian are and they stay up and, and, and watch this stuff. I didn't do that. I woke up early before work to watch it. Me too. I think I am crazy. Mm, yeah. Yeah, I do. I think you're a little crazy. I'm not going to stay up like till 4 a.m. to watch it. That's why I didn't watch the freaking Snyder Cut when it dropped. In the world of Cape Talk, we had a huge premiere today. We had Falcon and the Winter Soldier, which dropped on Disney Plus, and I think we should talk about it. Uh, I'm on record saying I was not crazy about the trailer. Um, I thought I thought I thought the first show was fucking fantastic. Like I really thought it was good. First impressions. So, Josh. Yeah. Um, would you like that humble pie? Uh, delivered I, I don't, via DoorDash. I don't think I was. I don't think I was very boisterous about it. Like I don't. I don't think, think you. I, I, I'm just saying. I'm on record. As I don't think that I thought I you said, would enjoy this. Yeah, and I and I did very much. I don't think I was over here going. It's shit. You're gonna think it's shit. Oh no, no. This was not C.J. Snyder level of of disdain for it. No, 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 no. Okay, maybe not humble pie. Maybe no. Not I, and it pie, wasn't even like I how? wasn't even hedging my bets. I just said based on the trailer. How would you like me to tell you I told you so? Would you like a little dance? Would you like it in a haiku? I don't think this is an I told you so situation. No, this isn't. Yeah, I don't think this is gotcha journalism. No. All right. All right. Not yet. Not yet. We'll see. We'll, we'll give it a couple more episodes before before I say I told you so. We'll give it a couple more episodes. No, I'm I'm already in. I'm in. I'm in. I'm I'm bought in. I'm very interested. Um, I, I'm, I'm a little angry, right? The, the end of the episode made me angry, but that was, that's not first impressions. Indeed. Indeed. I will, we'll talk, we'll talk about the end. Of the, I, I would love to hear your anger. I just said um, I'm angry about it. No, I, I would love to hear your position, your, your pole, pole position, position on it. Right. Yes. Um, but I, I, I think I need to give my first reaction or just CJ. Yeah. 
Yeah. Should you give your first? I think reaction? I will go next. I think this laid a good foundation for the rest of the rest of the series to to work off of. Uh, I think again, just like with WandaVision, we're we're getting some backstory for some characters, and I really liked what they did and the and the action sequences in this episode were really great. They've got a good show on their hands. I, I now, uh, hey, Brian, out of curiosity, are now, you yielding the floor to me? I yield the floor to you. Uh, give me, give me your first impressions of the the first episode. No, I I highly enjoyed it. Um, typical typical first episode. All right, here's where these characters are. Here's what they're dealing with. Here's a little bit of backstory. Love the fact that we got you know a little bit of uh, guilt and 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 uh, that storyline that's going on with um with Bucky. Um, and, and like how he's working through that. I love the, again, more, more backstory on Sam and, you know, what he's dealing with at home. And, you know, the fact that he, you know, he disappeared for five years and now his family business is like going under and stuff like that. I love all that. And then on top of that, you know, obviously the, oh, you know, there's some sort of terrorist organization stuff happening that I, it, it, strong momentum moving in. I'm looking forward to, when everything really starts to kick off in probably like episode three or four, looking forward to when that starts like beginning in earnest. I love they post the question. Don't you guys get paid like to be an Avenger? And Sam's like, no. Oh, that nope. scene with the fucking bank. I'm like, oh, yeah. oh. be be less appropriate guy. <laughs> um, you know what? I, I think something that Brian said um, specifically with Bucky. Um, what? What the Avengers movies, what the all of uh, the opening phases never addressed was that Steve didn't have anywhere to go after the fight, right? And there was uh, mm-hmm. somebody, somebody uh, was talking about it on social media. Floppy um, Straw Hat, they, that's who it was. No, they, it was Straw Hat Goofy, oh, there you that go. guy. Yeah, and yeah, I, and yeah, I follow yeah, him. Yeah. I follow him on on TikTok, and I love him. I ninety percent of the time agree with him. Yeah. So he goes back to Age of Ultron, right? And Cap tears apart that log and everybody thinks he's just frustrated with Tony. And this guy, his name again for attribution is Straw Hat Goofy. Uh says it's has has yes, he's he's they're setting up civil war and yes, he's pissed off and he's arguing with Tony. But like the line is so we all get to go home and Steve doesn't have a home to go to. He's done nothing but go from fight to fight for a hundred years. Yeah. Right. And that's, that is exactly what Bucky's dealing with. He, he says it uh, in, in when he's seeing his therapist. Um, and finally, you know, they're addressing that. Right. And I, I think that in a very strong, like juxtaposition to WandaVision where everything was, uh, you know, very over the top fictional, very, very pretend, this show is very, very real. They're dealing with some real life shit, both both characters separately, dealing with some real stuff. Um, so I, I, I look, I, I think uh, that the show did an amazing job of taking two characters who, throughout the entire movie series, even though we know their backstories, really lack depth, and in one episode made them super likable. You're on their side, like you completely empathize with both. I, what a what a great job they did, the writing and the acting in this first episode. And what I like too, just like you said, they they really kind of took some of Steve's story and that which directly applies to Bucky, right? He's in the same situation of being frozen and and fought out and over a hundred years old and not having any attachment to this world and no real home. 
but also the same thing with Sam with his relationship with his his family of just wanting to be a small town, you know, local hero, just trying to live a life, uh, but also has this huge responsibility of being the Falcon, right? And and having to live in both of those worlds and kind of dealing with that new responsibility and that new power. Because before he was just a vet, right? He was just a guy who was who who had served this country and was helping in the support system. And now here he is being a a huge icon in the community and and a superhero. So they're both kind of living different paths of of Steve Rogers' life. And then with that ending, I think really is a slap in the goddamn face to what those two guys are going through and the relationship that they had with with Steve Rogers and the symbol of Captain America. I I was floored by that ending. That that really just that got me that got me revved up and ready to go for the next episode. You think Steve's dead? Doesn't matter. No, I, I, I'm sure. I know it doesn't matter for this show, but do you think? I do. Dead? I do. I th- I think he's dead. Okay. I, I, I was curious if old man Steve would show up just to like kind of give some words of wisdom. Even one if day. He, even if he's not, they won't do that. I I don't think this show would do as WandaVision kind of proved. I don't think we. I don't think it's about that, right? Uh, mm-hmm. So I don't. I don't think they would do that even if Steve was alive. So and I I agree to Josh's point. I don't think it really matters. I I personally just think he's he, he passed. Gotcha. Okay. I'm just curious. So, Josh, earlier you had said that you've shared from some frustrations at the end of the episode with the reveal of a new Captain America. Yeah, I was angry. Fuck, not 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 frustrated. Angry. Uh, look, the the episode after the pod race. The episode opens <laughs> uh, with <laughs> the the Smithsonian, uh, you know, tribute the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Um and uh, who's the guy supposed to be? Which guy? The guy that that thanked uh Sam for making the right decision, doing the right thing and and turning in the shield. Oh, I think he was a senator or And then yeah, and then think. later introduced the new Captain America. Yeah. Yep. Like first of all, doing the right thing and turning the shield over like it belongs to the the government or the Smithsonian or what? First of all, he's thanking Sam for turning something over to not him. And that's supposed to be the right thing. Uh, I like, I, I was already, I'm like, I don't fucking like this guy. <laughs> um, cause that whole thing felt fucked up. To me, I, th- I think Marvel has proved if you know that that person is a Senator, they're probably not very good. I mean, the last Senator yeah, yeah, was probably yeah. featured was a Hydra agent. And then they even had another Hydra agent Senator, in yeah. this, in this episode, but like to to say that you know, and, and again, it, it's a mis- obviously it's a it's a mistake that that Sam is wrestling with, right? It's he wanted to do it, but doesn't feel worthy of, of Captain America, right? He just doesn't. He doesn't feel like he he uh, in in any way matches up to Steve Rogers. Fine, um, but you know, obviously Steve thinks he does. Um, thought he did, and that. The fact that you would just um, introduce, you know, what what's the uh, fucking Plexi Man from the Flash, Elastic Guy, whatever his name is, Elongated um, Man, Elongated Man. Thank you. That did, I don't tell even me, think it's the same guy. It's not the it's same not guy, the but same. tell me okay. he doesn't look like Ralph Dibney. It looked like it oh, Ralph well. Dibney in a Captain Mo- in a Captain America mask, and I'm Isn't like, it like oh. that Goldie Hawn and um, Kurt, Kurt Russell? Russell. Isn't that isn't that their son? It is. It is. It's Wyatt Russell. So it's Goldie Hawn and Kurt Russell's son. Who is? The guy who plays 
Uh, no, the the guy who is the the new Captain America. The new at the Captain end of America. All right. Well, that's wonderful for him to be Kurt Russell's son. Um, but, <laughs> uh, but not. I mean, who wouldn't like to be Kurt Russell's son? Absolutely. Tell. I mean, that didn't piss you off. A one thousand percent did. Right. You're supposed to. That's right. the the point. I get it. I'm just saying. Like I was. I felt like in in my initial reaction was an irrational amount of anger. And I think this is the thing, though, that, uh, yes, I think the right to be angry. I hated that that politician for doing that fucking back alley deal. Right. For guilting Sam. And I think Rhodey, who showed up, also was kind of disappointed that, that Sam was giving up that shield. Right. I think well, he, 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 you don't have to think. He, he says yeah, it. He, he say legit yeah. says, why didn't you do it? Yeah. Why didn't you take the shield? But and I know Sam thinks that he's not worthy of this, but I really think that. By seeing that and seeing him like, you know, clench his fist and really get pissed about it. I I mean, truly, I think that proves that he is more attached to it than he believes. And he will definitely find a way to go like, well, listen, I, I, I thought I wasn't worthy, but this asshole sure isn't. And, you know, go go find your worth. My real question is, how the fuck does he get the shield later on? Because we see him throwing it around in all, all, all these previews. So can't wait for that episode where they pull a uh, Nick Cage and, and, and get themselves a shield. Just going to jump him in an alley. <laughs> just yank the shield and off I can do him. this all day. No, you can't. <laughs> Boom. Knock him out and take the shield and go. I uh, am really. When I saw Bucky hanging out with that, that gentleman uh, in the bar, right? Thought it was yeah. an old war buddy. I thought so too. That's what I thought. I thought, oh, old war buddy. Like, uh, first off, uh, looking good if he was a World War II vet. Uh, but okay, fine. Such is life. Or like, or like the son of, of an old war buddy, <laughs> right? right? Like, or someone that he that was in his neighborhood. I thought it was that relationship. Yeah. And then when you put the two and two together to realize that uh, that was the father of of the the young man that he killed in in Russia or somewhere. Uh, oh man. for no reason, just killed. Well, him. I mean, he was the Winter Soldier, so I mean, like he didn't have any control over it. Uh, Agreed. So I'm just, but yeah, saying. but you're right. Just killed him because there was a witness. Because he was there. Yeah. He was there, and at the time uh, that he was killing other people was was so painful. And then when. He, you know, he's so uncomfortable on the date, right? Because, again, he's he's 100. He doesn't emph- – just, just, he's, he's 106. 106. Doesn't really connect with this woman or any of her experiences at all. And he's uncomfortable with the fact that, you know, he's wearing gloves because he has no, no arm. Uh, and then having him go to that house and seeing the little uh, tribute to the son put up there was just – just heartbreaking. And I already felt bad at the guy for being a fish out of water and for not having a home and the interaction he had with his therapist. And then that I'm just I'm losing my goddamn heart for her. Bucky Barnes going, you poor son of a bitch. Can someone give this man a hug, please? We were supposed to give that man a shield. Can we give that man a hug? And he talked about his time in Wakanda as being peaceful. And, and, it, and, and it really just a little um, bit of peace. Finally a, had a little bit of peace, a little bit of peace in Wakanda and, and just going. God damn, man, the simpler times and this guy has to go into this world. I, I am just ready for the emotional arc that's going to take place during this show. To, to Josh's point, I, I love the fact that we get to explore these things that we didn't that we did, but we didn't get to explore as in depth because this is Steve's story, right? This is the man out of time story, man without a home, man without, a you know, a, only thing a, he knows a, a, is a soldier war. without a, a soldier without a fight, soldier right? without a fight. And then added on top of that. Like the thing that Bucky has that Steve never had was the immense amount of guilt yeah. over things that he did, regardless of whether there were his what oh he was brainwashed. It doesn't matter to him. He still remembers killing that guy. 
he still remembers right. every single person that he pulled the trigger on and like it, it he's got a hundred years of those memories and he's trying to atone and it's like it's and like it, it's the it's the it's the Captain America story meets the Black Widow story. Like you're never gonna wipe that red out of your ledger. And if you put more parallels to this, Steve Rogers had a list of fun things to do to catch up on life, right? To get a life and to embrace this time. And Bucky Barnes has a list of mistakes and regrets and things that he has to make amends for. That's a good parallel. I hadn't thought about that, about about what was in Steve's book versus what's in Bucky's book. Yeah, what's in Bucky's book. It it's oh my God. The the, the more you peel this back, just the sadder. The Quick, sadder. edit that out so I can say it and I can sound smart. <laughs> I know. I finally get a good smart moment on this goddamn show. I'm keeping that one in. Um yeah, I just I, I oh man, I, I feel so I feel so bad. For, for Bucky and, and, and the struggle that he's going through. And then let's not forget, we've got this whole, uh, what, was, what do they call themselves? Globe crushers, flag crushers? Flag smashers. Flag smashers. Jesus Christ. I love how he goes, what, bad guys are giving themselves bad names now? Yeah, good good on you. Uh, so um, that part is a, it's still a mystery, but I think if you watch the end credits, you still see the Baron Zemo mask, and you can start to see some of the uh, the, the stuff that they're laying down for this. I, I'm... I'm kind of curious about this because the fight that he had, that guy looked like a super, right? He looked like yeah. He who had... was the badass, Brian? Who was that? I don't, I don't know yet. Okay. There is a character called Flag Smasher, I, so I don't know if that's going to be him or if they're just using his name for um, the organization instead of like a person. I also, I know this isn't really a show that lends itself to a bunch of theories, right? But I do have an idea. Um, I have a feeling. Yeah. Do you, want, do you mind if I say one thing before you do a, a theory? Please do. I, I also, one other thing that I liked uh, about the show and I thought was interesting again was the way in which they're talking about the, the blip, uh, right? Where uh, Sam comes home and these kids that were just tiny children are now, he, he called them what, like tiny men or. or what do you call him? He, he basically brought up the fact that he missed five years of their life, right? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, now then, they're little men. Little men. And then these Flag Smashers, again, awful name, uh, you know, they like the perception of the world that was there when it was, you know, let's face it, chaos and almost no government in place and borders were, you know, crazy and they want to bring that back. It's more consequences of of this blip, of this Thanos effect, without necessarily talking about Thanos, right? And the the big bad, but like what happened to the world? Well, when yeah, and WandaVision on? touched on that too. Yeah, and and I think as we move forward into this phase, you're going to see more and more lines divided across people who were blipped and people who were not blipped. Like even Hayward says in WandaVision is like, "Oh, you guys have the luxury. You didn't have to last these past 5 years. You just get to think that everything is fine and can go back to the way it was." Yeah. And in and the it, bank scene, she's like, it's hard to have income when you don't exist for five years, right? So even, exactly, even like, the people that were blipped didn't, you know, they, they're coming back to a different world and a different reality. So uh, I do like the fact that they were leaning into that. Yeah, it, a lot of the the non-super heroic ramifications of yeah. that is really cool to explore, right? Um, and uh, I think because I'm thinking down the line and I'm thinking how Baron Zemo is going to fit into all this. And I think of just how smart he was in civil war. And he he was just a guy who wanted to break apart the team. He didn't have, he wanted to sow chaos. Right. So I, 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 
I think, I mean, I don't know if he's going to be head of the Flag Smashers, but I also think our new Captain America might have been placed there by Zemo. I think we're going to have a little bit of a Thunderbolts type thing where Zemo is starting to put special people with special powers and in positions of power to manipulate the government to whatever end. Maybe just to sow chaos, who knows? I, I don't know what his plan is because his, his whole motivation in the, the Civil War was I want the Avengers to feel the pain that I felt when I lost my family. Right. So I don't know what his motivation is anymore. And that's a little little interesting, a little scary because man who's just going to do shit to do shit. Right. You don't know what that guy's capable of. Right. He was fine at the end of just getting the cast and then dying, right, and, and having it be over. He, he didn't want... He didn't want world domination, right? Yeah, he was planning on T'Challa. Yeah, he was planning yeah, on T'Challa killing, killing him. him. He didn't want world domination. He didn't want uh, you know seven million dollars in unmarked bills. He just uh, he just he just wanted to see some chaos, right? Which is which is a an interesting concept for Marvel to have in the MCU, considering that it's obviously elsewhere uh, in in the comic book world. Um, yeah. Now, I, I was that your theory thing otherwise i'll read yeah no that's that's all i got because that's all i have yeah this show's not going to be riddled with theories i'm not josh i'm not going to be texting you six paragraphs every (laughs) friday morning because this show seems like it made me not like straightforward but it just seems like it's going to be a more linear type of story with just you know standard spy stuff subterfuge things that you don't find out until later that's fine but it's not going to be like Oh, you know that one thing that one said because the mailman walked by? That might mean right. that three episodes from now, this person will show <laughs> up. You know, it's not going to be like that. I, I really think it's interesting that Disney's done a very good job of us going, oh, I think that this show will be this. And then it's like, okay, but let's add some emotional depth. Let's add some grief. Let's add some feelings. Let's add some, let's add some stuff that doesn't just say this is a buddy cop movie. And now we will do buddy cop by the books, but they have superpowers. Right. Just like there's just like, hey, we're going to play with sitcoms, but it's sitcoms talking about the agony of grief and the, the human experience of going through all of that. So they're doing a great job of, of really just kind of layering some things in there and not just taking the first formula that fits and, and, and wedging stuff in there, but really kind of making a cohesive story uh, and, and really making something compelling. It's, it's good work. Well, and, and Feige, we trust. Yeah, well, I mean, but, you know, also they're done trying to prove that this is viable. Like, well, this came. This was supposed when, to come out first. This was supposed to be before Wandavision. Okay, and everything. Let me finish. Sorry, they're done trying to prove the fact that the superhero movie is not for kids. They spent ten years kind of poking fun at themselves, taking some things really seriously, and then so they spent the first half of that ten years like kind of doing that. Then they spent the last half of that 10 years going big and over the top and be like, okay, we, now we got you. So now we're going to just show you, hey, comic booky, comic booky, right? And we all loved it. Don't get me wrong, right? But, like, you missed some of the nuance when you do that. Now we get to be like, hey, we can do it all. We get to do these giant comic – just like actual freaking comic books. Go, go figure, right? We get to tell these giant over-the-top stories – but at the core of it is something really human. And that's what Marvel in general, not as a movie studio, as a comic book company, has always been really good at. Mm-hmm. Is, hey, we're going to tell the story of the Fantastic Four. It's over the top. They're going to fight a giant mole monster that comes out from under the street. But you know what's at the core of it? It's a story about family. It's a story about 
brothers, sisters, and, and the relationship between those people. And I, I love the fact that we're seeing more of that. Mm-hmm. Like, I loved, loved, loved the first 22 movies. But some of the nuances and some of the depth gets lost when you're doing a three-and-a-half-hour, 60-person, 60 60-movie 60 star CGI epic. And now with these shows, I get to get the nuance again. And then, boom, a movie's going to come along, and then I get to have the big spectacle. It's going to be great. Brand new day. Now I'm done. Josh, closing thoughts? Can't wait for more. You know, obviously, it, it, it the excitement does build when it's a weekly thing, not all dropped at once, but I, I, I want more. This <laughs> <laughs> just like when, when the episode ended, and my wife goes, that's it? That's all I'm getting? That, that's it? And I'm just like, yeah, we're back to this again, a week after week of, oh, come on, you son of a bitch. Again, the, 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 the credits are about an extra seven minutes, which, all right, fine. I'll, I'll deal it's with Because they have to like go through the credits for like 18 different studios and countries and stuff. And 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 that's when I was like they didn't name the person who's who is Captain America, but in the credits it did say uh John Walker, which I know is canon for uh US agent because I still have those Marvel trading cards in my house and I remembered that one because it was weird looking and I read it and I learned something and I was interested. Uh, so I was like, oh, cool. Like we're actually like, we're doing this. All right. Let's see how this, let's see how this plays out. So very excited for the next week and more episodes of this. And and then I, I don't think on this show, we're going to go week by week on this. We'll probably, no, we'll talk about it again when it's all wrapped up probably. Yeah. So uh, don't, don't expect that. But if you want uh, our comments on it, you can always hit us up on social media and uh, we can always get, I will our, ignore our you. Uh, Brian will ignore you, but I will get Brian's response and then send it to you. Uh, so we can do that <laughs> as as is tradition. That is tra- tradition. Well, listener, thank you so much for making us your walk around your neighborhood, your drive to work or whatever it is that we are in your life. Uh, the next time the three of us sit down and talk to each other, we will be talking about Zack Snyder's cut of Justice League on HBO Max and all its square glory. Uh, so stay tuned for the next episode and we will talk to you then. Well, welcome to the club, because you are that kind of nerd. Uh, so, again, more proof that you should follow us on, on social medias. Uh, so that way because you can Because then see you the- see CJ's face. Yeah, I know. Well, yeah. I mean, do you want to see Brian's? Oh, my face is – you know what we, we, what we can do we with our to- social media? Go ahead. We, yes. we can either – we can do one of two things. We can do 60 minutes, mm-hmm. right? Yep. Like Shrouded in Darkness. Sure. Or – we like make little cartoon pixies of ourselves. I've looked into the cartoon avatars thing. And then I had to get yeah. an Adobe. Uh, I had to get an Adobe license, uh, which is a monthly subscription. Does, and I'm just I don't. So does do Flash that. work with that? Because uh, it did not work in the Snyder Cut. <laughs> All right, I'm going to save that and I'm going to re-enter this. Ah. I don't like how you have to re-edit around my humor. I don't. I don't appreciate it. I feel like you should leave it all in the way it is. Yours is so good. Instead of editing things around. It's so good, Brian, that people need to stay for the end to hear it. It's so good. (laughs) They should listen all the way through. Yeah, go ahead and feed that that ego, CJ. That's a good idea. It's also like the first 45 seconds of the show, and I'm already go. We're already off the rails. So, like, we're three minutes in. Yeah, but like, you know. And 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 I've I've done a splendid job so far. You, this is going swimmingly. This is going great. I'm glad. I should not know what we're talking about more often. Yeah, that that really proves the numbers. Proves the numbers. So what the we, fuck does that I even don't mean? No, I'm trying what to load up are you topic. Proving? 
Well, don't isn't isn't it called a proof in mathematics when you you know do stuff? Isn't it called a proof? I, I don't know. It depends. I guess there was a movie with Gwyneth Paltrow about it, right? I think I, I think I'm I think I'm with right. Gwyneth Paltrow. Yeah, called Proof. Based oh, off a of play. Proof. Proof. No, proof. Oh, Proof. Yeah, I have seen Proof. Yeah, it's basically. I haven't seen it. I know of it. Yeah, I had to read the play. Yeah, I, I'm not about math movies. Anyway. So what's our first topic? Well, CJ? Hold on. I'm also like to, uh, but because we did not watch. <laughs> oh, so boring. Because we did not watch. The, <clears throat> because I did not watch the Snyder Cut. So much I wanted to make it up this to is you. Like the Snyder and we cut. will be talking about the first episode of Falcon and the Winter Soldier tonight. Zombies are not in the pole position in Josh's life. They are not. What's the last position? It, what's the worst pole position? <laughs> it's not. You what's can't, the term for that? Is you can't it, say is worst it, pole position. It is wouldn't it flat be the, position? It wouldn't be the pole position. But the pole position, like, what's the pole? Where is this pole? And why is everybody trying to get in position with it? <laughs> <laughs> if you were racing, it would be the most favorable spot. So zombies, not in the pole position. But what is the least favorable spot? Like, not the pole, but, like, maybe the mat. <laughs> oh, my God. I, I just want to get it out of our system, so we'll just... I'm, oh, I, it will never be out of my system. You want to talk Army of the Dead? Yeah, I do. Okay, what would you like to talk about? I'm going to go freaking Google pole position. Private browsing on... <laughs> The whole world? Yeah, everyone's watching. You have that in the sound file. It's just Why nice. It's just, it? not, I mean, just nice to. Yeah, it's nice to do it. Yeah, it's nice, nice to do it every once in a while. Come on. Uh, uh, all right. I, I don't want to feel like we're phoning it in anymore, Brian. Like. How dare you I, I just, ever insinuate that I'm phoning think, it in? You know what I think? I think you've lost that love and feeling. Listen, man, all this pole position talk, you don't get if I'm phoning it in. You never close your eyes. I'm not going to finish the rest of the lyric because it's just Thank weird. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> well, now that you don't, anyway. Uh, so I'd love to get some first impressions. A lot. Uh, I mean, not a lot happened, but some really good storytelling. Getting, getting, it's, getting its good foundation here. What did you guys think of the first episode? What the hell was that sentence? I, I was going to say. Uh, getting its good foundation. The foundation's real good. It's real strong. It's a strong foundation that's getting good. You know what? No. Hold on. No, no. Hold on. All right. Cool. I sucked at that. You two, one, one of you pick on the spot. Intro this up. I'd love to hear what you got. Good. I'll wait. Josh, I would love to hear your thoughts on the first episode no, no, of Falcon and Winter Soldier. Because in my opinion, holy, no, you're going to take it from the very opinion, top. We just did Cape Talk, right? Mm-hmm. We just in your little voice went Cape Talk. All right, carry, carry it, carry it from there. Hey, Josh, I'd love to get your opinion on Falcon and Winter Soldier because <laughs> the first episode dropped, uh, what was it, today? Yeah, it sure uh, was. And you know what? It, it had a very strong foundation building there, <laughs> didn't it now? <laughs> didn't it once? Didn't, didn't it do that, that one time with that good thing? She's a big beauty. A big beauty fish. All right. Now, Josh, when you're done... Getting, getting no, your shit. Oh my god! When you find it, <laughs> as I don't know where you put it, it's over at the neighbor's house. Okay. It has fucked directly off. You may want to door dash it to your house. Uh, Brian, Brian just went cave talk. Let, let me hear. Let me hear. What, oh, let well, me hear we're what gonna test Josh. Now. I Absolutely. thought I did a completely fine. You job. did a very fine. Job. I thought my intro had a good, strong foundation <laughs> moving into it. Go ahead. 
let's 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 see what you got. In the world of Cape Talk, we had a huge premiere today. We had Falcon and the Winter Soldier, which dropped on Disney Plus, and I think we should talk about it. <laughs> I think that was perfect. You didn't fit the word foundation in. You, no. I, I'm sorry. I'm going to dock points for no foundation. <laughs> Why would I use the Your, word no, foundation? No, no. That founded no, no, it's foundation. not even no, the foundation the, the, for for Marvel Disney Plus shows. That was Wandavision. Like it's not. There's but, but, nothing. But the it has nothing to do with the, the foundation. foundation of the entire series. It is. It is. It is. The, the pl- your intro did not really demonstrate the good. The good the foundation, foundation of the dictionary work that was done to keep Falcon and the Winter Soldier sturdy <laughs> and protected. I truly think just trying to build. You know what? You're trying to build that Ant Man house on a sand with no foundation. No shift all over the place. There's a big bad wolf gonna blow my house in. Goddamn! And there's no plumbing. I don't know what I don't know what they're thinking. Oh my Tim, god! Tim with no sewer work. Anyway, well, we're gonna use. I think we're gonna Falcon use Winter Soldier. I think we're gonna use Brian's. So um, Falcon and Winter Soldier. Good. You good, ask we should John. use all of them. We <laughs> just keep them all just in. Put it all in. Keep it. Here's all Here's what we do. We change it every. Your problem is other you edit day. the show. <laughs> every other day, we just we just swap in a different one. So depending on when can you download make the it, episode, can make people make think they're so taking like, crazy pills. Or can we make it so it's like Clue? Like, you know, every person gets a different, different. version of the right, episode, yeah, right? Right. Like, and then, like, when they talk to each other, be like, so hey, if- that was odd. Brian introduced the Falcon Winter Soldier bit. And they're like, no, he didn't. Josh introduced it. Right. And CJ and the can talk with the good getting. The good getting and the dots and the foundations and the glaven and the hoiven. Righty. But I see in these notes F and W S. That means. Falcon and Winter Soldier, right? Or does that yes. mean, um, you know, Fenris and <laughs> Wally Shorebucks? If that's what it means. Give you a C minus on that because you've had more clever names with Benedict Slappy Back than you did with with that. I know your creativity is better than that, Brian. I, I'm, I'm Joshua. A tired. I you. I actually committed to watching a mediocre movie. I don't know what you're doing, but I am a little slow on the uptake. Joshua, you you are uh, asked your first impression. 